0: Welcome to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations, a podcast exploring the cool Christian girl's guide to living in America. I'm your girl, April Davenport. I'll reveal to you a little personal testimony while merging ministry, education, and real life. We will also discuss current events with relevant figures of our time. It is the perfect blend of headline news, black girl magic, and of course, Jesus juice. Come with me on a journey you won't soon forget. So stay tuned, don't change the channel, and let's take a ride. Welcome to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. I'm your host, April Davenport. We are moving, moving, moving in season four. And I'm just so excited because we are growing together. We are building together. And here we are in this brand new year of 2022. God has given us this fresh start. I can't be more excited. I hope that you are excited also. Well, it's official. We have literally experienced all of the seasons this month. It's been 80 degrees like summer rainy like spring, breezy like fall, and cold like winter. My wardrobe and my sinuses just don't know how to adjust. I mean, I'm used to inconsistent weather in Georgia, but my goodness, Mother Nature needs to just spin the wheel and pick one. I'm making Kleenex a very rich company right now. And I'm also fasting right now, so this up and down weather only makes my craving for Starbucks that much greater. Why can't the odds be in my favor? Someone, please help me, or at the very least, pray for me. January is usually filled with football, football, Founders Day, Greek love, and yes, preparing for my birthday. It's still filled with those things, but of course, the Atlanta Falcons are sitting at home like I am watching the playoffs. So at this point, I'm cheering for players, not teams. Shout out to all of my sorors and my sisters in Greekdom. I'll be with my sorors next weekend as we celebrate Founders Day. And when the sea of red gets together, it's always a great time. My birthday is two weeks away and honestly I'm still on cloud nine from last year's birthday celebration. I can't wait to share with you again this year on my birthday. You've become my favorite guest. While all of those things are still filling my January, there's also a lot of other things still filling my January and I'm sure yours too. I'm sure you're wondering like me, What's really going on in our world? Of course, all signs point back to COVID being the root cause of everything. But as I pay attention to the news or read the latest headlines, I'm often left wondering, am I really living in 2022 America? Just a few days ago, I read an article that stated 4.5 million people walked off their jobs in November. This is only after 4.2 million people left their jobs in October. Economists are calling it the Great Resignation. I also read an article that only 200,000 jobs were added to the economy in the month of December. Imagine a world where people are either so unhappy that they leave their jobs in droves to the tune of 10 million people. Who knows what the numbers will look like in December when the virus was raging across our nation. Additionally, the airlines are still trying to recover from the holiday season, when thousands of flights were canceled, leaving hundreds of thousands of people in the airport over the Christmas and New Year holiday weekend. There have always been people disappointed with their jobs, but the past two years have revealed that people are no longer going to suffer on a job while being unhappy. The great resignation is either a foreboding of more detrimental times to come, or it is either a warning that employers can take heed now in order to prevent others from following in the footsteps of those who've already left their jobs. Throughout the pandemic, the country has experienced a moral shift, and along with it, we have also had to examine our own morality and spirituality. If we're going to continue to fix ourselves up to be in the best condition possible, and if we're going to truly grow in this new year, then we too must take a hard look at our value system along the way. Those who are part of the Great Resignation proved one thing, they did not have faith in their jobs. Their employment did not provide enough security in their lives in order for them to make the decision to either stay, so they either walked off their job or they left leaving their employer in a position where they would be lacking. This faith or non-faith in an employer could present a dichotomy for some. Should our faith be placed in the temporal or the eternal? Should we place our value in resources or in things we know could possibly fade away? Even if we are employed by companies that do value us, is that where our faith should lie? You could be making six figures, have worked at a company for years, and something like a pandemic can happen and the job can easily be erased. Does that mean that the company didn't value you? Does that mean it was wrong for you to place your faith in the resources where you gave so much of your time and energy? In most cases, the company did nothing wrong and neither did you. But when we place our faith in anything temporal, we take a chance in having our faith erased because those things are just that, temporary. Our employment, our homes, our skill set, our education, and other material things. All of these things are valuable and can in turn bring value to our lives, but they should never be the place where we place our ultimate faith. When we do so, then we place ourselves at jeopardy to be disappointed or to experience failure. The resources that we find here on earth are at our disposal for us to use and to be of use to us. But every resource has a limited supply. And when it reaches its end, so will our faith. However, when we place our faith in things of permanence, then the supply is unlimited. If we place our faith in people, then our faith has room to grow. Ultimately, if we place our faith in God, then we understand that the source provides the resources from which there is no end. Where is your faith this year? Where are you leaning? Where are you placing your values in life? Are you giving credence to temporal things or to things that are of eternal value? Faith in God leads to those things that are of God. When we place our faith in him, then we have faith in his plan and faith in the purpose that he has predestined for us. We realize that the path we are on is filled with turns, with detours, but it has an ultimate destination. Today, you should examine your faith and truly decide where it resides. If it doesn't reside in a permanent place, then maybe it's time to make a move. When I was sitting at home over the holiday weekend and watching the news, looking at all of the stranded passengers in the airport, I could see their pure desperation on their faces. I could see that there, there were parents who had made promises to their kids and knew that their promises would not be fulfilled. As I looked at the thousands of people who were making their suitcases into their beds, The one thing that was a common denominator among them all was that they had all lost hope. All of those passengers had faith in the airlines that when they arrived at the airport, they would make it safely to their destination. And when that didn't happen, not only was their faith depleted, but their hope was also tarnished. True faith has a multiplication effect. It breeds hope. In a world that has been grappling a pandemic for two years, it's often hard to see hope. The numbers of the Great Resignation don't reveal the people who lost their jobs or who can't simply return to work because their health was affected either mentally or physically by COVID. There are children across the world who have lost the benefits of education for two years and who may see the residual effects for years to come. There are families who will never be the same because death ravaged their families in such a terrible way. In every country, every time it seems as if life is getting better, another variant is discovered and another wave hits, signaling that this pandemic way of life is about to become the normal way of life. And yet, for some countries, even before the pandemic, Life was already hard, clean water was scarce, food was scarce, health care was non-existent, and violence was a normal part of society. Some people were living a pandemic before some even knew the word pandemic. When you look around the world today, or even your own personal world today, it can be very easy to lose hope. However, the only way not to lose hope is not to have to look for it. When your faith is correctly placed, your hope won't come from the places where others seem to get it. Sure, you can be hopeful when there is a good weather forecast. You can be hopeful when the economists predict a good upcoming quarter. We can all be hopeful when going to the doctor or dentist and we obtain a good report? Of course, it is easy to be hopeful when something we work towards tends to work in our favor. But once again, that hope can only last so long. The only way to ensure that our source of hope is long-lasting or is a true source is to make sure that the hope we seek is eternal. What gives you hope? Are you looking for hope in temporal sources or have you learned to deepen your expectations? Moreover, do you give others hope? Sometimes we can be our own sources of hope with the right attitude and with the right outlook as we look to encourage someone else, then we in turn encourage ourselves. If we look around, we will see there is hope all around us. In spite of everything that happens, the sun rises every morning, the birds still chirp, the flowers still bloom, and if you're listening to me, you're still breathing. You may be in the worst of circumstances, but you're still alive. And if you're still living, there is hope but you can only be hopeful if you have faith in the God who provides hope. There's a song by India Ari called, There's Hope. I love this song because every line reminds us why we should be hopeful, especially those of us who have been extremely blessed, considering that there are those who are not as fortunate. However, there are a few lines that are extremely powerful she sings back when i had a little i thought that i needed a lot a little was overrated but a lot was a little too complicated you see zero didn't satisfy me a million didn't make me happy that's when i learned the lessons that it's all about your perceptions hey are you a pauper or a superstar so you act so you feel so you are It ain't about the size of your car. It's about the size of the faith in your heart. It's about the size of the faith in your heart. We often think that our hope is tied to what we have or don't have or what we need and if those needs are met. But our hope is tied to our faith. So if our faith is incorrectly placed, then we will never be able to go through life with the hope that we need. Examine your faith. Check your hope. You can't move forward in life without the ability to have hope in a better tomorrow. As you live each day, you must always have hope that not only is tomorrow coming, but that it will always be better than the current day that you're living. There's hope. The question is, do you have it? I'm a deep thinker. And because of this, I don't get as much sleep as most people. I'm not able to take naps because it's hard for me to really shut down mentally to do so. And even at night, I don't turn my brain off enough to really settle down into my sleep. My mother often says, okay, April, turn your brain off. Some might say I'm an overthinker, and this is probably also true. Over the past few years, I've looked around at our world and I've really taken a hard look at people and come to the conclusion that generally, people lack love. They lack love for themselves and they lack love for other people. America doesn't have universal health care because people don't care enough about the other person to want to pay for something that can benefit someone else. Our education system is so uneven because people don't love themselves so much that they understand that children are being affected right down the street from them. The pandemic continues to linger on because people don't care what happens to the person next to them. I can't speak for what happens in other countries, but in America, we lack love and that lack is tied to a misguided faith and a lost hope. When your faith is placed in temporal sources, your hope is often lost. And when that happens, your love for yourself and your love for others is compromised. Love is the driving force for many of our decisions. We base our actions on either an abundance of love or a lack of love. How we treat ourselves, how we treat those in our families, how we treat our friends, and how we treat strangers is all tied to the love in our hearts. It's so important that our faith is placed in eternal and permanent sources so that we don't give up easily and so that we can find hope even in the most dire of situations. When this happens, then we will be compelled to love even those who we feel mistreat us. There is so much truth in the song by Jackie DeShannon. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. It really is the only thing that there just is too little of. We have plenty of money and plenty of material things, but we don't have enough love. Do you love yourself? This is an honest question. At first glance, you might think that this is a crazy question to ask, but you should really ask yourself, do I truly love myself? And am I basing that love on God's love for me or man's love for me? Do you love others? Do you truly love others to the point that you are willing to lay your life down for someone else? Does your love compel you to serve? And how are you expressing your love? When we have love in our hearts, it should be expressed in a tangible way. Expressions of love can only help for the love that we have to help others realize the love that they have in their hearts. Before we know it, then love is being shown all around us. When we operate in love, then faith and hope feel right at home. Take a moment to analyze the love in your life. Is it healthy? Is it positive? Are you creating an atmosphere where love can reside and where others can also express love? When you live in love, then you are living in kindness, in forgiveness, in gentleness, and inviting good things to come your way. As we work to become the best versions of ourselves, I believe that actions should match intentions. Those actions might be hard work, but I believe that you are more than capable of obtaining every goal that you've set for yourself. Sometimes it's difficult to ask the hard questions of ourselves, And sometimes it's even more difficult to answer those hard questions. But if we are going to truly move forward and grow this year, we have to start with the world in which we live in personally. Who we are begins with a hard look internally. Take a look inside and make sure you're happy with the person looking back at you. First Corinthians 13 is often read at weddings because it is a beautiful expression of love. But the words Paul writes are applicable for everyone looking to operate in love. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Be sure of your faith. Always have hope but live with love at the center of your life. It may be a jumbled January, but it's still a joyful January. I hope that this new year of 2022 is still proving to be a fresh start for you. If not, then guess what? Stop, reset, and begin again. We've got this because God's got us all. Thanks so much for watching and for tuning in with me. I can't wait to see you put faith, hope, and love in action in your life. Before you go, I'd love to pray for you. God, thanks so much for the people in my army. Allow us all to see your faith, your hope, and your love and action in our lives. I'm so glad that you're here with me and I can't wait to see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to Confessions, Convictions and Conversations. We are just getting started. So make sure to connect with me on social at AS Davenport and at Fresh Start Fridays. For more information on the podcast, please visit www.asdministries.org. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show and be a part of April's Army. Remember, any time is a good time to confess the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, live by your own personal convictions, and it's always a great time to have a good conversation. I'm your girl, April Davenport. See you next time.